The Mayfly is up and the excitement is palpable. Wherever you are in Ireland, the lakes and rivers are soon to be hatching with Mayfly soon. And to help you improve your catch rate this season, we've used a Mayfly Tactics Masterclass with international angler, guide and renowned tire, Jackie Mann. If you want to learn about setup, tactics, conditions and flies, then head over to www.irelandonthefly.com forward slash masterclass where you can find out all the details to access the recording and Jackie's notes. If you want to catch that difficult fish or try out new tactics, then this masterclass is for you. Hello and welcome to the Ireland on the Flight podcast about the people and places of fly fishing in Ireland. Now, the midsummer St. John's Eve celebrations at the end of June signaled the traditional start of the sea trout run in Ireland. And if you've read Kingsmill Moor's A Man May Fish, you'll get some idea of just how magical and plentiful the sea trout fishing in Connemara once was. So for this latest episode, we wanted to find out more about that time what made it so special and just why it all collapsed so dramatically in the late 1980s. And we spoke to Joe Crane, a lifelong Connemara fly fisherman, who is now a guide on Loch Ina. And Tom, before we hear from Joe, it was incredible just to hear him harken back to the, the sea trout runs in Connemara from those days. Yeah, Derek. Wow. Like, it's absolutely awesome to hear him talking of some of the catches that he went through and, you know, what was available, you know, not so long ago. I mean, that the, 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 the quality of the fishing, it's just, it's mind-boggling to hear, you know, what he's talking about. And like, as you said there, when you, you we mentioned Kingsville Moor, and he more or less, as, as we'll hear later on, he says, yeah, yeah, I, I live that, you know? I mean, it's phenomenal. Like, I only got to see a bit of a tail end of it, because I, I, I did fish Ina, funnily enough, before the collapse at the end of the 80s. Uh, but I wasn't really big into fly fishing. I was still a still young enough and I was dapping but I did get to get to see somehow what it was like but um you know god what was available and and, and we touched enough what's gone you know it's gone now it's ooh. it's yeah like what was once so abundant you know and I, I can only imagine like again you'll hear it from Joe but like just that sense of I suppose you know, fish in the lake or the river or wherever. And I suppose just seeing the fish and just the runs of fish and the the, the, the numbers of fish and the size of the fish as well. Yeah, like, because definitely, I mean, like Connemara traditionally never had big sea trout. And particularly now, what we're getting now, a lot of the sea trout, when you hear of sea trout being caught now, everything is counted like fish of 11, 12 inches. And I suppose a lot of the time they were counted back then too. But like, it, it, you know, you hear them talk of certain systems and the size, the average size of the fish. Very interesting that he said that because uh, uh, they used to run to the upper lakes. Because if you touch on, if you from Kingsville Moore's book, where he talks about the Costello system, how the bigger fish ran earlier and ran straight up the Shanawona, Shanawona, which is the top lake of the system, which I've been fortunate enough to have fished, fished it once. Um, but he says that with them, with the Gaula system as well. And, and some of the places that he talks about were. They got those phenomenal sizes of um, average sizes. Uh, there were lakes in the in the upper lakes in in the particular system, very similar to the Shanawona in Costello. I'm fascinated as well, just um, the amount of water there, the amount of them just driving through, you know, the, the countryside. And I'm just 
I'm trying to imagine, you know, kind of 30, 40, whatever, 50 years ago, that it would have been just full of sea trek back then. Like, and, you know, and, and now are they kind of like, as far as we know, are they pretty much devoid now of fish or is it just tiny numbers of it? Yeah, like? uh, some systems still have a good run of sea trout. I've been one of them. And that's where we're talking to Joe. Initially, when we're talking to Joe, he does mention having a good day already on this year, this year on Ina. Uh, Costello still has some, and uh, Kyle Moore still has some, but some of the systems are, are devoid. I mean, he talks of Gola there, the Gola system, and that's just crashed. It's just bombed. It's, and that's, that's so sad. Uh, a couple of the other systems, the Denver systems, the numbers are just so small that it doesn't doesn't even bear going going trying them. And you know, people do try them, and every year, a couple of years, people will go back and try, but they just don't show up. But there are a, co- a couple of systems, as I said, Ina been one, which is the Ballinhinch system, uh, Costello, and a couple others. Yeah. And tell me this, actually, um, do, like, do you get anglers? Many anglers that now like come to Connemara for sea trade fishing in the summer or or is it mainly like my experience of kind of if I fished any of these systems like found the hinge or any of these is that you happen to catch a sea trade just by accident you're not targeting them like you know yeah it's more accidental almost well you know or incidental whatever you want to say but it, the numbers of anglers that will come solely to fish for sea trout in Connemara very low very low which is and Joe touches on it as well when you compare it to what was there beforehand and you know the commercial value of sea trout fishermen to to the area. I mean that's all gone now. That's all gone now. But but you get a lot of a lot of the fisheries would have salmon in them that have sea trout and you know guys would fish uh, primarily now for salmon. I mean like we've discussed before we've had David on the show David McAvoy the Delphi system. Um. The interesting thing is Delphi was traditionally always a sea trout fishery, more so than a salmon fishery. But it's just with the advent and the installation of the hatchery system there and the work that they did, they actually made it into a, a, a salmon, the, the salmon fishery that it is. But, you know, you look back and Kingsmill Moore does write about it. You buy the next edition of Kingsmill Moore book, book there's an, an extra chapter. There's a chapter on Delphi. And, Del- and he's going there to, to fish for sea trout. How it's changed, like since then, and you know, we'll hear from Joe now, and like Joe also, you know, you can hear the kind of anger and consternation about, you know, what allowed it to happen and 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 the kind of consequences of it all. So it's um, it's a really fascinating, fascinating kind of bit of a delve into the past, um, and I think it's kind of shines a light on it as well, which I think is very important. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's kind of understandable when you hear of you know the fishing that he did have. It's kind of understandable that you'd be kind of vexed to say the least over, you know, it being, you know, let go as he, as he more or less insinuates rather yeah. than, you know, actually going, but been let go that, um, that maybe if things were done differently, uh, we'd still have, um, we'd still have the sea trout fishing that we once did. Yeah. Well, look, let's hear, let's hear from Joe now. Um, and first ask them about uh, the fishing on Loch Ida so far this year. It's brilliant, actually. It's amazing to say that, you know, after the year we had last year. And if to, if I was to be honest, last year, it was an absolute disastrous year on Ina. We had only 22 salmon last year on Ina. And at the minute we have, we've about, we've about 25 salmon as we stand right now. 
Right, so you've got more already this year than the whole already of last year. We had for the whole season last year. Wow, that's great. I was actually on it yesterday in the sun. I decided, I said, okay, the sun, I went up. I, I, had, I had something in mind that I wanted to try out. And uh, I went up and I tried it. And uh, I did. I was in a salmon for, I was in a salmon for uh, three seconds and he was gone, which was, he was going to be, go back anyway. But, you know, that was it. The day before I was with John, da John Dardis. Uh, who would be well known in political circles, and John hooked an absolutely brilliant big fish on up at the reeds at the top of the lake. The fish took off, and but for some strange reason, the Father Ronan stayed with the fish. So ah. the, the, the priest, the, the clergy weren't with us on the day. They weren't with you on the day. So just no. a, just a thing there that we get, uh, Joe, for maybe people who don't know. Uh, Lahaina, just give us a rundown on the fishery. I know like it's in, it's between the Mam Turk and the Twelve Pin Mountains in Connemara. Just give mm. us a rundown on the fishery itself, Joe. Well, it's it's the Balnehinch is the main tributary of the, it's the main run. I mean, everything that comes into Aina comes in through Balnehinch. It comes up through Balnehinch, comes up through, uh, the, we'll say, the, 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 the river, up through the, Bal the Balnehinch Lake. Then it comes into up to the canal, up into uh, Derry Clare, up into uh, um, the Butts, and and straight up into uh, up into Ina. And the tributary then takes. There's another little tributary that takes Lindelock. The, the 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 salmon run. They run up. They run up. Uh, as I say, from Ballinahinch, they they hit two tributaries. They hit the Ina. They hit Ina, and they hit Lindelock. And, and, and uh, you know, the choices as to where the most salmon go, it's it's debatable, you know. But Ina this year, for some reason, they, they have been, you know, we've had a very interesting year this year so far, you know, in the sense that, you know, nestled in between those mountains and the people you guide with. And I, I often wonder, I often wonder at times, are these people here for fishing or are they here for, <laughs> I mean, they're enchanted by by the absolutely surrounding that they're in, you know. So what's your role at Ina and how did you get involved at Ina? Well, I got involved in Ina, uh, I, I, I was in the building game all my life and 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 I, I, I had a bit of, I, I had a, a cancer scare, which thanks for the God, I always say, I, I'm leaving it in the hands of the gods to say to, to, to steer me through. And every day I fish, I think I think that scare becomes that little bit lesser. And and uh, but I, I said to Colin Fallen, who was the manager there at the time, Colin, I said, if you ever need somebody to, you know, if you need a man, a, a guide or a ghillie, I said, I'm available. And that's kind of where it started. But going back to the older days, I fished that fishery with my father god rest him paddy crane and uh, it it back in ah oh, 40 years ago it was an absolutely amazing fishery you know and and uh, our average fish on that particular day would be possibly you might have well done 16 sea trout and a salmon and my father i mean i i'd say if ever we had rose as father and sons was on that lake i remember one day coming up and and uh, and 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 then this salmon, for some strange reason, the bloody salmon were coming to him on the day, and and this salmon came to, and and 
I said, Jesus, Dad, I said to him, what in the name of God are you at? I said, well, well you're not, you're not in Loch Nawila now. And you, you, you're not, you're not fish and sea I, That's a salmon. Do you not know the difference between the, and I'm sure, of course, I got, he was a man of, he wasn't like me. He was a man of few words, but anyway, Jesus, second salmon came to him and oh, the rare up again, too, too quick, too hot to be called it. But a third salmon came to him and I said, that's it. No, I'm out of here. I'm out of here up to the top after sea trout. So, you know, that, that was just the sort of place it was. It was, it was one of those magic piece of waters that has possibly lost a bit of its magic at the minute. But, you know, maybe that magic might come back. Maybe that magic might come back. Yeah, it really was fantastic. I mean, it still is a good water, Joe. There's no doubt about it. But like I was lucky enough, it's gas to hear you talking about fishing with Paddy there. And yeah, I remember your dad well. He was a lovely man. Uh, but I was lucky enough to fish in as well with my dad. And it was fantastic. I just got the tail end of it when it was really good. But unlike you, I didn't get to fish a lot of the other waters. And I know chatted to you before about it. I mean, some of the other sea trout lakes, you, you got to fish them in their prime, Joe. You were very fortunate that you did. I mean, places like, I don't know, Loch Reel, other places. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I, I think, I honestly would say to you right now that if anybody was genuine and asked about what was the sea trout lakes of Connemara like, and I'm taking a small, a small, Con, a contour of uh, mountain and lakes into, I mean, basically you start with Ballinahinch, you just go down to Gaula, the Inverse system, but the Gaula, the Gaula Lake, the Gaula Lake was possibly, possibly one of the greatest lakes that I have ever, 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 that, that I ever had the pleasure to fish. And I look at it down and I look at them now and I swear to God, it's with a tear in my eye. I said, my God, that was such a privileged place of, of a, such a privileged piece of water to fish, you know. And, and I, one, when the fish ran in the early season, when the fish, we, we never went into Declan Ridge. Declan Ridge were, was my fishing partner at the time. Declan, Declan was basically a floating line man. I was a kind of a, a maverick in the sense that, that, that floating line, sinking line. But, but a small, sure we, we didn't know lines, we didn't know what the hell we were fishing half the time. You know, if it was a sinking line, sure it could have been a bloody high D or it could have been, but it, it was a, no, it wasn't a high D. But we went out on the, we went out on one season, I think it was 19, now I think it was 1985. And with a green olive on the cast, a blue Zulu, and, and probably a Connemara Black. That were our three flies early in the year. On that particular night, it's on record, we had four fish. We had a 5-5. Five five. This was now in 85. We had a 5-5, five five, a 5 These were fish that were, that were, unfortunately, we killed our fish that time. We had a 5-5. Five five, a 5-3, a 5-2, and a 4-16, and, and a three-pounder. And that was the green, the, the green olive, people, people didn't, days of Cork, 
green olives, that that color green, that was that was the color, that was the color, and 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 the and the, but that that was then it it was absolutely it was an amazing fishery like it was an amazing fishery. What happened to fish farms? Fish farms. 1986. I only looked a few records up today. Declan and myself were up on on Kushmeg. Kushmeg was off the Inver system, a system that came up through Kareel, Shonak Helch, up into Kushmeg. Imlook East was, was the lake that was further up. But Kushmeg was one of these sacred, sacred, sacred piece of waters. And we had 19 sea trout and we had six browns. The six browns that all weighed, the six browns weighed, the six browns weighed eight pounds. And this and then and the, we had we had 19 sea trout weighing 38 pounds. That was 19 September 1986. The fish farms came in. It was like as if the graph went went from went from hero to zero. We lost, we lost, we lost as compassionate. You know, I'm, I'm even, I'm even, uh, I'm even teary even talking about it right now. I mean, you, you, you had, you had, you, on the bottom of that system, you had lugging. Lugging was an amazing piece of water. You had little lugging. You had on that system. You, you, you had the river that went up into Kareel. Kareel, Kareel, Kareel was, Kareel was, was just that magic piece of, again, 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 a magic piece of water. I mean, when I think back on the whole thing now and people ask me, Joe, what was sea trout like in Connemara? And, I, and I, 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 I say to them, you will never know. You will never know. Declan and myself were we were like we were like the Tom Cranes and 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 and, and the Arctic. We, 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 we it didn't matter. We, we we were out there every single day. Sean Nixon, Sean Nixon, we would book every I think Sean Nixon charged us seven euro. We fished every single day while while this once the sea trout ran. It cost us seven euro, seven pounds or whatever it was a day. And Sean would say. Some days he'd say, you know, uh, John, we're we're fishing Kareel. Can we can we book Kareel for Sunday? And you might get an abrupt, no, no, you're not. No. I have a party of people coming in here on Kushmeg. I want you to go up and fish Kushmeg. I'm not going to charge you. And and I want a report back. And what should we come back with a report for Jesus? It was laden with fish, was you know, and that's fine. You were the scout for the fish, were you? Oh, we we, we were scout. We, we were the scout. Now he used us and we used him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Perfect <laughs> relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 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 uh, you know, it it uh, the famous story was on Creel. People might talk about the biggest sea trout I've ever hooked. Now my biggest sea trout was was six and a half pounds. But I hooked one fellow one day. My wife was heavily pregnant at the time. And uh, she said, Joe, we're, we're, we're the Pope is in Galway. And I said, oh, geez, I fishing booked. We're, we're fishing. Declan and I celebration. OK, Betty went to, in to see the Pope. I went to Creel. That was my secret. That was my, 
that was my sacred grounds, you know. Okay, people only want to see the Pope, but Creel was my, that was my Pope. I hooked this fish up over the top on a bloody fly called the, 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 the blue, the blue piecer. A blue piecer was a very good fly on, on, on Creel at the time. And uh, 10 minutes, no move. 15 minutes, couldn't get a stir out of him. And, and uh, I lost the fish. I came home that night devastated. And I said to Betty, I said to my wife, I said, oh, Jesus, Betty, I said, I'm devastated. And, and, and why I lost it? Well, the devil meant she said, you should have been in to see the Pope today. <laughs> That's why you lost him. That's why you lost him. <laughs> Tell me, I suppose, um, Joe, a lot of people maybe, you know, you talk about in terms of kind of the heyday of sea trout um, and my only kind of inkling of it, I suppose, and I was talking to Tom before about this was um, you read Kingsman Moore as a man may fish. Yeah. And that's maybe gives you some kind of inkling of. His book is very real. It did, you know, that it didn't. I read Kingsman Moore book and, and, and I get inside his character and I get inside Jamesy, the boatman, but it didn't change. It We, we had that. We had that. We, we, we lived the same scenario. We lived the same dream. It was we nothing. Lived, it was nothing unusual. Like. No, not at all. It was it was. Now, we, we had days that we went out. We had days we went out. We, we struggled. We struggled. We struggled days. But I mean, oh, man, alive. It, it was it was. I, this, you know, I'm privileged. My, my son Ron, who's a guide, a professional guide in New Zealand, and and uh, Ronan talks about sea trout. And I said, Ronan in Balnehinter, Ronan. I said, don't, don't, don't even, don't even think about it. I said, you haven't seen sea trout. You haven't even seen. You haven't even seen what it was actually. Even you haven't seen five percent of what it was like. And he didn't, which was unfortunate, you know, but he lives my dream. He knows what I'm talking about and, and he talks about it, you know. If you were to take it back to the golden age, as you were talking about, which was your favourite one to fish? Which which river, which fishery, which system? Gowla Lake would be, without, a, without Gowla Lake number one, Gowla Lake number one, Kareel number two. Absolutely. And at the end of they, they were the magic, but there was one gym. There was one gym. It came from the Inverse system where, where the tributary on, 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 on Lugging went up into Kareel, but there was another tributary, there was another run that went across into, 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 um, into Little Lugging, Bunahask, Bornahask, and it ended up in Rushing. Rushing, Rushing, would have to be an absolute gym. Rushing was the lake that you went to. You, you know, I mean, if you've got 10 fish and lugging, you, you would nearly need a bag to carry them home in the evening. It was, it was that. Sea trout, sea trout in that particular time had, 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 had um, the big buys, the big buys traveled and the small buys stayed behind. Now, Big boys stayed behind with them as well, but the big fish seemed to want to go to the to, to, to the to the top. You know, it was like if you take if you take Lugin and and and, and that system that went across into Little Lugin, Bunahas, Barnahas, Rushing, they whatever it was in in these the in their mind was was spawning. The big boys went to the 
into the distance. You take the other side of Kareel, they went up into Kareel, they went up into Shonakelch, they went up into Kushmeg, they went up into Imluk East. But the fish on Kushmeg, Shonakelch, Kushmeg, they were, and Imluk East was the furthest one up again. My God Almighty, they were huge. They, 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 they were huge. You know, you take, you take Gaula. Gaula had, Gaula had the system. They ran the river. They went into Gaula Lake. There was red man's above it, the White Lakes. They went up into, they went up into Loch Animley. Loch Animley was, was again the top lake where the monsters went. You take the other system again from Ballinahinch, where they came up into the Atri, where they, they came up into, these, these Brontor didn't run the Gowlet, they run Ballinahinch. They came up, they ran, they ran the, they ran the Ballinahinch system, but they came to Atri. They did not, they came to Atri, and and they they, they this small diversion at 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 at, at Ballinafad, and they went up that river. They went up into they went up in in, in, in into Atri Lakes and the Atri Crossroad Lakes. But there was a little stream that brought them up into Imlock. I am not joking. Again. Again, it was whatever thing was it about sea trout that particular time. These big boys, they ran a stream that was no wider. They ran a stream that was no wider than, it was no wider, it was, it was 16 inches to two foot. And they, these big sea trout got up. I caught them in it. The biggest I caught in it was, was over four pounds. But Sean Nixon and myself one time went up, he was doing a little bit of research and he said, yo, yo, <laughs> typical Sean. Is, uh, you might come with me on Sunday. And we went down and he netted some of these. Oh, Jesus, you want to see the bullocks of, of, of sea trout that he took out of the small little stream, you know. But th th that, that, was, that was the way. That, that was the way the sea trout, that was the way, that's where the sea trout went. These, these, were, these were virgin streams way up at the top. And then to think all of a sudden, now, I'm, I'm jumping a bit here now. Then to think that at the end of all of that, uh, in 1986, after that, the, the decline started. It's a real tragedy, Joe, isn't it? Like, it was a real tragedy that it was, a, you know, it was never, we were never able to bring it back, like, you know? We, 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 we'd never got a chance to bring it back. The greatest insult to sea trout fishing in the west of Ireland, it died. It died within two years. Declan, will tell you and myself. I probably know a history of sea turtle in Connemara probably better than anyone because I was interested in it and I dogged them. And 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 if and if they wanted to put a, a fish farm, they wanted to do a big fish rearing thing in 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 uh, up in Derry Clare, which I went in there next. And I, I was totally a sole survivor. To, uh, probably a sole survivor. I probably I got probably did, did, didn't give me great opportunism to get fishing in Ballinahinch afterwards because I, I, I really dogged it. But the biggest insult, sea trout in Connemara would be alive and well today had the fisheries gone, got off their bloody pedestal and done something about it. They did absolutely nothing about it. And I will, I will go on record to say that they did nothing, nothing, nothing. If you're going to ask me one question, what is the greatest disaster that happened Connemara would be 
I absolutely love seed trout with a passion. With an absolute passion. I was on island the last day with, with a gentleman. We had, believe it or not, we had 10. We had 10 seed trout. We had 10 seed trout and one salmon. Now, to me, the salmon didn't, didn't matter, but the, the, the 10 seed trout mattered. But why, why, why? We lost, we lost an incredibly huge industry through, I, I don't know why, I don't know why they just turned their back on it. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. But it's, it's my greatest. I, I could cry. I could. It is. Give me a punch. Give me a what we call it. Give me my seat trot back. But it was it was magic. It was passionate. It was it was beautiful fishing. I think it was big. The fact it was the West of Ireland. I swear they were ignorant of they had to be ignorant of what was there. They had to be ignorant. And, 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 and certainly it didn't come from college science anyway. Very tragic, all right, John. It's, it's, it's very, it's a huge loss, Connemara. It really is. It really is. But um, listen, Joe, before we go up there, there's a thing we always do with everybody we've on. And um, so and you'll be no different. So we'll just end it up now. And I know, just get it across for those who don't know, you're not just in sea trout either. I mean, you fish for Ireland a couple of times. You're well known on all the brown trout lakes and everything. So I'm looking forward to the answer to this because we ask everybody, Joe, what your most memorable fish was? And I add this, it needn't be your biggest fish, but what's your most memorable fish on the fly? That's a very easy question to answer. And I can describe the day and I can describe the location, Loch Whelan, one of our mountain lakes with, with a steel, steel rod. I, it could have been an antenna from a bloody, what do we call one of these army, army tank. And a steel rod, it was steel. And, and um, it was, I can see the spot on Loch de Whelan and I, uh, on a, on a, a Clariton Mallard, one of the days of court, Clariton Mallard bought in Mary King's shop in Roundstone. And and uh, with with uh, Lelion Lelion uh, nylon, I never Lelion was the nylon that we used, and 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 um, it was a fish of a pound and a half, and that was to me that was the magic. That was the day. That was the day that that was the day that it all started. Wow, that I I actually know Nuhilon. I, I fished Nuhilon before. Uh, that's yeah. a cracking fish for the wheelon. The scallop is better. I know that. I know because and you've told me that and you you sent me there. But uh, that that's a good fish for the wheelon. And was that one of your first trout? That was no. my first real trout. That that was that was the trout that hooked me. That was the trout that that hooked me. Wow. That was the hook that that was the fish that destroyed me. And that particular time there was a huge colony of cormorants on it, and mm. the cormorants never. They, you know they, they can say what they like about cormorants and I, and, and I know well as, as Tommy Thornton and Cornamuna said the cormorant is bad but the crane is worse <laughs> I heard that said before Joe and that is on record it's on record <laughs> once uttered in O'Malley's pub in Cornamuna yep. it is yeah yeah said in, said in. <laughs> Tommy Thornton said it right, the cormorant is bad but the crane is worse hey, that's what he said yeah <laughs> Joe Thanks a million for your time uh, this evening. It's been fascinating hearing, you know, getting some sense of what it was like, 
you know, in the good old days, you know, and in terms of, you know, how it was allowed to turn into such a tragedy as well, um, you know, that we can only kind of wonder what if. But speaking to you has just given us maybe, I suppose, some some of that sense of, you know, looking, being able to look look back into the past and, you know, remember it, you know. If I could get an answer as to why the backs were turning on Connemara and on an industry and on a species that should never have been let die, I have no doubt about it. If if I got if I got a half dozen fellas with like my passionate, I, I think with a bit of help, we'd have brought it back. Well, Joe, thanks again for your time, Sam. Thank you very much. Our thanks to Joe Crane for joining us on the show. And don't forget to rate, review and follow the Ireland on the Fly podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Plus, you can keep up to date on IrelandOnTheFly.com as well as on Instagram. Uh, Myself and Tom will be back with another episode about the people and places of fly fishing in Ireland. The Mayfly is up and the excitement is palpable. Wherever you are in Ireland, the lakes and rivers are soon to be hatching with Mayfly soon. And to help you improve your catch rate this season, we've used a Mayfly Tactics Masterclass with international angler, guide and renowned tire, Jackie Mahan. If you want to learn about setup, tactics, conditions and flies, then head over to www.irelandonthefly.com forward slash masterclass where you can find out all the details to access the recording and Jackie's notes. If you want to catch that difficult fish or try out new tactics, then this masterclass is for you.